Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Dr. Demiso A. Josie with the Empowerment Perspective Group. And if you are the type of person that is stressed at work, I have the podcast for you. On this particular episode, Eva Bartos talks about how to relieve stress and provide you with some strategies on how to overcome your stress and put you in a better position. So make sure you check out this particular podcast with Eva Bartos. This is the Empowerment Perspective. This episode of the Empowerment Perspective podcast is brought to you by Oakland Cocktail Company. Oakland Cocktail Company is a cocktail mocktail mixer company located in Oakland, New Jersey. A portion of sales goes towards helping build our local communities. All cocktail mixers are made in small batches and crafted by hand to ensure quality and care. We make you a better bartender. There will be two flavor profiles released in March. Clinton Ave, Sriracha Bloody Mary. Make your place brunch central with this full body, spicy, savory cocktail mix. Tough enough to stand alone or mix with your favorite vodka or tequila. Spicy and fresh from the first pour to the last sip. Kindle Boulevard, pineapple, lime, and jalapeno. Enjoy a juice cleanse or elevate your favorite tequila or vodka with this sweet and spicy mix. We've bottled the freshest summer taste for you to enjoy all year round. Every sip will take you on vacation. The Oakland Cocktail Company can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash Oakland Cocktail Company. the healthiest food in the world and you could be exercising seven days a week 24 hours but if you're if you're not taking care of your stress it's all for nothing All right, welcome to yet another episode of the Empowerment Perspective Podcast. I go by the name of Dr. Deniso A. Josie, and today we are talking about how to relieve stress. This is specifically for you educators out there. If you're anything like me, you're kind of stressed at the job. Some certain situations got you feeling really, really stressful, so you're trying to find ways to relieve that stress. So on today's episode, we have Eva Bartos. She's a health and wellness coach. She's also an educator for over 20 years, decided to pivot into this lane to be able to help and and coach and promote um, wellness. Um, So Dr. Eva Bartos, thank you for being on this show today. How are you? Not bad, not bad. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for deciding to be on. Shout out to LinkedIn for um, giving us the platform to be able to book guests on this particular show, the Empowerment Perspective podcast. Um, so let's just dive right into it. Why did you decide to be um, going to this field of wellness and health? Um, well, that was actually, it's all encompassing. And it's actually why I named my practice Your Nourishing Self. So as a teacher, as you mentioned, Um, I loved the job. I loved it, loved the children. Um, I taught ESL, so English as a second language. Um, Absolutely enjoyed it. Um, Until it became how I use corporatized. Mm. And for me, it just didn't align with what working in the humanities field is about. And that to me is when you're teaching little little people um, that, the human part should be there. Mm. And so I just felt it was no longer aligning, but I stuck it out and it was, it was affecting my health. And so meanwhile, while I'm going through all of, all of this, um, uh, my friend, a friend of mine was going through uh, health coach training. And so she was looking for a practice client. And of course I, I raised my hand. Yes. Count me in. I, I could use some help. And it, that's how it began. I got a taste for it. 
And so I decided to jump into that field myself. And here we are. Awesome. So let's just talk to our audience about exactly what is health coaching. Um, let's just break that down a little bit for them. Um, so health coaching is, it's not therapy. Um, so I believe in staying in my lane. So as a certified health coach, what I do is help busy professionals um, use food or lifestyle choices to improve their health. And when we do that, we see a shift in our health. It, it starts to improve when you see those, when you make even small changes in your food choices and in your lifestyle choices, you do see your life get a little better. All right, so I'm going to throw something at you. I'm an educator. I'm a little stressed out. The moment that I walk into the classroom, the stress just kind of goes on top of me, and I can't figure out how to shake it. I eat relatively healthy, you know, I exercise, I do all those things, but what are some strategies that you can give me so that I can um, shake some of this stress off? That's actually a very good question. And that's something I went through because I was eating, I was eating well, I was exercising and I didn't feel the least bit healthy. Mm. And I knew it was the stress. I felt it building up inside me. Um, so I actually, in my training, what we um, covered was that you can eat the healthiest food in the world and you could be exercising seven days a week, 24 hours. But if you're, if you're not taking care of your stress, it's all for nothing. Mm. So it's not just what you eat. It's also how you eat. It's also who you eat with. Um, so it, you know, the, the level of toxicity, let's call it what it is. Um, so I would say, look into that, look into ways that um, you can alleviate that stress. I call it a, we all have a stress bucket. Mm. And so it depends on how big our buckets are, um, depending on what stage in our life we're in. And the key here is resiliency. So if we have it, because of where we are in our circumstances, if we already have a lot in that bucket and now we add more and more, it's going to overfill. Mm. So we need to look for a way to empty out that bucket. And that could be different things for different people. Um, so for me, um, in my case, it was anything that I was doing, I was not, it wasn't working. Mm. I was still having panic attacks and mm. all of that. So. For me, I decided, I spoke with uh, my husband and I talked and we decided that for my health, I would resign. But I know that other people may not have that option. Um, so there are, there are techniques that we can incorporate into our day that can help alleviate that stress so that we can empty out that stress bucket. And that is in the big umbrella world of self-care. All right. So a couple of things you said kind of resonated with me um, in education. We talk about relationship building because that's what 90 percent of what we do is about building relationships. And sometimes, uh, the, you know, that bucket, we, we, we fill our own bucket with our stressors. But as educators, it's just a natural tendency for us to also fill um, our bucket with other people's things. Um, so it's kind of um, difficult for us to, to separate certain, some, you know, certain things and all that stress kind of just kind of goes on top of us. Um, and, and the third thing that um, 
you know, we all kind of get to this point, like, you know, we had enough, like, and we have to make a decision of, um, is it my career or is it my health? What was the breaking point for you? And how did you decide to figure out which direction to move? Yeah, the breaking point was my health. Um, because no matter what I was doing, again, I was eating healthy. I was exercising. But then it, then it becomes that even the even a small amount of exercise, if you're overdoing, because I was going to the gym every day of the week, Saturdays and Sundays, no, but I thought, oh, I'm going to work out my stress. But if you're already stressed, you're actually over, there is such a thing as over exercising. So now you're adding and compounding that stress. Hmm. So there was no, in my head, just like you mentioned in my head, there was no such thing as, oh, I have to take it easy. Right. Um, but no, I have to, I have to do this. I have to work out my stress. I have, I have to even planning out the meals became so stressful. <laughs> um, so for me, the breaking point was definitely my health. Um, and the symptoms that I went through were the panic attacks. Mm-hmm. My, I was, I was feeling my heartbeat in my neck. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I actually, every morning I would feel like I was going to be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my husband, I would, I remember driving to work, uh, which would take about 30, 35 minutes from where I lived and ha- having that feeling like um, my, that tunnel vision mm-hmm. that I was going to pass out on the highway. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking, this is, I shouldn't even be here. This is not anybody else's fault what I'm going through, I, I need to pull over. I need, my husband drove me to work for the rest of the year. Cause I, I said yes for the year. So I, I went through the whole year feeling like that. And then at the end of that year, that was it. I, I could not, I couldn't breathe. Mm. I, I felt like I couldn't breathe. Um, so for us, again, for us, we decided that it, my health was just wasn't worth it. Mm-hmm. So I'm listening to you talk and I'm sitting here and, and it kind of brings me back to a time because I had similar situations with you. Where I had to actually pull over because my anxiety was high and all the stress. And, you know, it's kind of hard when you just walk into that building and, and you know, that that stress kind of just hits you um, out of nowhere. And it's, it's a difficult thing to, to kind of to try to navigate a little bit. Um, so some of the things that I've learned to do was, um, one, to not try to check my emails at night. And I turned the notifications off of it so that I won't be tempted to. I still read them here and there, but for the most part, um, I try not to uh, read them at night so I can get a halfway decent night's uh, sleep. Because um, I figure, like, as an administrator, people are always emailing me at all crazy hours of the night. But, um, you know, if it's important to people, the important people have my phone number. They would actually give me a call. So uh, making sure that that happens. The second thing is I try not to let something, you know, that 10 minutes of, of, of stress try to ruin the rest of my day. Um, it's, sometimes it's difficult to do that. But um, I'm trying to like, make that 10 minutes turn into 24 hours and, and things of that nature. So um, it's really interesting that um, we do that and we, we kind of let those things happen and let it affect every other area of our lives. We, we start to ruminate. Yes. And that's what anxiety is. It's, it's anxiety is focused on the future, whereas mm. depression is focused on the past. Mm. But now you've got, you're either depressed when you're, th- you're thinking about or ruminating about the past, 
or you're anxious, you're suffering from anxiety because you're ruminating about the present, sorry, the future, but we're never really present. So how do you break out of that? Well, one of the things that I I do in because um, I hold uh, uh, workshops for teachers, and it was it was so exciting to run a um, one of these workshops with a group of teachers at my um, local area here, and we did a breathing exercise, and it was just so nice to see at the end of that breathing exercise to see all the teachers mm. just do that, mm-hmm. that you get it, you catch a moment to breathe, you catch a moment to, okay, I'm okay, I'm, I, I'm all right, I'm gonna, I, I've lived to the next moment. Right, all right. But, um, but yeah, there's breathing exercises, there are um, guided, um, not so much meditation because a lot of people that will freak them out. So I don't want to do anything that's going to add more stress to people. Um, but definitely a guided relaxation techniques where you start on one end of your body. Sometimes it's your feet mm-hmm. uh, and work up. So you consciously go through all the muscles, muscle groups that are in your body and you work, work your way through. Um, but it does take practice. It, it's well worth it. So how long does something like that take? Because as parents, you know, we're all over the place. We have to take our kids to soccer and we're running and running. And a lot of parents say, I just don't have the time to do it. How long does something like that take? No, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it takes two minutes. It actually takes two minutes for the body to kind of, I, I hate to use the word trick because your body knows, mm. but to trick your central nervous system into thinking, hey, wait a minute, I'm let me back up because when we're breathing shallow when we are uh running and running and running and rushed and trying to fit everything into our already busy schedules our breathing is different our breathing is shallow we're not taking that complete full breath that actually triggers your brain to say you're stressed out and so there are things that we're going to do in your body we're going to shut things off and ramp other things up but when you start breathing more consciously and more targeted and slow, it's slow your breathing down. It literally takes two minutes to slow, to tell your, your brain that, hey, wait a minute, she or he was, they're breathing like a calm person. I must be calm. So that's kind of the internal dialogue that, I, you know, I don't want to make the brain seem like it's a separate entity. Um, but it, yeah, it takes about, it, it does not take long at all. You, who has time to be sitting in bubble baths and candles um, when you already live a busy life? That's true. It already takes 10 minutes for the bath to fill up with water in the first place. It's 10 minutes right there. You're done. <laughs> yeah. I, five minutes, five minutes. One thing that I love to, um, when I have clients and working on self-care or, or just calming that, that nervous system, stick to the basics. So drink water. That's a form of self-care. See if you can take breaks. That's a form of self-care. Eat breakfast. That's a form of self-care. Other than that, five minutes. So two minutes every morning, 
And you can do this at night as well. So two minutes in the morning, before, after, right after your alarm clock buzzes you out of bed, instead of projectiling out, stay there, consciously breathe, and take two minutes to do just some deep breathing. Hmm. Take two more minutes to do just some light stretching, and then take one minute to just read something inspirational or motivational. And that way we'll get your, your day started on a much better foot before you hit the ground running. And if your commute's about a half hour, put the Empowerment Perspective podcast on and get um, some motivation um, on your way to work. Um, at this particular time, are you doing some virtual clients and how can people get in contact with you? I do. I, um, I do work locally and or virtually um and the best way to contact me is through my website okay do you want me to share that what, what that yeah, is yeah, absolutely okay um so it's www.yournourishingself.com slash website got it got it got it so it's going to be at the bottom of this video and you can also um catch it um at the end of this particular podcast well, all right, it's time to now transition to the Teacher's Lounge. And if you are new to the podcast, the Teacher's Lounge is a place where teachers go. They sit there and gossip. They eat other people's lunch. They play games and they talk, you know, shop a little bit. So um, we like to call this segment the Teacher's Lounge. And we're going to play a little game called This or That. I'm going to give you a choice between one or uh, two things. And you have to pick one and you have to tell us why. So let's start with the very easy one. Um, let's go with beach or pool. Beach. Why? For me, it's a whole sensorial thing. So it's smelling a wave, smelling the suntan lotion. It's listening to the waves, listening to the seagull. I can't really get that at a pool. Kudos to you if you if you <laughs> if you can. Um. So for me, if I had to pick one, yeah, definitely the beach. It's just calming to be there. Working one-on-one -on -one with the client or presenting at a workshop? Ooh, Ooh yes. I hit a nerve. Oh, that's a good question. Um, working one-on-one. -on -one. Wow. Uh, because we, we get to interact. Uh, two people interacting face-to-face. Um, -face, there's nothing like it. Okay, okay. I have a trivia question for you. What U.S. city is known to have the most Dunkin' Donuts per square mile? You're from the Northeast, correct? I am. Mm. Is it Boston? It is Boston. Good job. And <laughs> notice how I said Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but okay. All right. Okay, okay. We're going to stick with uh, the Boston area. MIT or Harvard? Oh. I can't choose. Oh, you can't. That's not the rules of the game. You got to pick. I went to, pick I went to Rhode Island. <laughs> <laughs> but I went to Rhode Island College, but um, yeah, I can't choose. Oh. I, yeah, I don't. Okay. You don't have to. You can say both or neither. Okay. Both. 
I get it, I get it. I would say neither because I went to Temple University and that's the only university that matters to me. My brother went to this fake Ivy League school called Penn. I'm just joking that we call it a fake Ivy League school just to mess with him. But I'm going to have one more question. Um, in your spare time, what do you like to do? Oh, well, that, that's easy. I love being outside. Um, absolutely. Whether the beach is number one, that's my sanctuary, my peaceful haven. Anywhere, my husband and I actually love to take drives. So even when we're snowed in, um, we just get in the car, he drives. We, we live in an area where there's farms so I can see horses and sheep and goats. And I love being outside. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, Eva, thank you for your time. Um, you gave us a lot of insightful information on how to handle stress. Um, we're going to put the website up so people can get in contact with you. But at this particular time, I'd like to give our guests an opportunity to say any last words, especially to our educators out there. So the floor is yours. To thank you for your work. Um, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your work. Thank you for sticking with it. Um, and take some time to take care of yourself. I'm going to co-sign that as well. See, you can't help others unless you are healthy yourself. So make sure you're taking time for yourself. Make sure you are trying to handle your stress um, the best way that you can. Um, and when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, if it comes down to a decision between your career and health, if it's me, I'm picking health over my career. Um, so thanks for tuning in. Thanks, Eva. Thanks, LinkedIn, um, for connecting us together. Uh, that's Eva Bartos, the, the health and wellness coach out there in the Northeast. So make sure you check her out. A couple of housekeeping things. Shout out to the World Education Summit. We will be doing a presentation called Connecting the Dots on March 23rd. So make sure you check that out. Uh, more information to come about that. But as always, stay empowered. This episode of the Empowerment Perspective Podcast is brought to you by Oakland Cocktail Company. Oakland Cocktail Company is a cocktail mocktail mixer company located in Oakland, New Jersey. A portion of sales goes towards helping build our local communities. All cocktail mixers are made in small batches and crafted by hand to ensure quality and care. We make you a better bartender. There will be two flavor profiles released in March. Clinton Ave, Sriracha Bloody Mary. Make your place brunch central with this full body, spicy, savory cocktail mix. Tough enough to stand alone or mix with your favorite vodka or tequila. Spicy and fresh from the first pour to the last sip. Kendall Boulevard, pineapple, lime, and jalapeno. Enjoy a juice cleanse or elevate your favorite tequila or vodka with this sweet and spicy mix. We've bottled the freshest summer taste for you to enjoy all year round. Every sip will take you on vacation. The Oakland Cocktail Company can be found on Facebook at facebook.com slash Oakland Cocktail Company.